going on, brothers? It's your boy Jerry, the T-Rex for Washington here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. It is Wednesday, January 6, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 2, also known as Episode 520. Yeah, I'm going to figure out what format I'm going to use in, uh, sometime soon, but in the meantime, we'll use both. So anyways, today we're going to be talking about pursuing happiness. I was actually out uh, shopping at the outlet stores. I love to shop after Christmas. It's like my favorite thing to do. I literally go like you know, I, I don't shop much. You know, I'm not a spinster or anything like that. I'm not somebody that just like holds on his money. I just don't shop much. There's just not many things that interest me. You know, so when I do go out shopping, I definitely shop. You know, I sp- you know I spend some decent money. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing, nothing with multiple. Fi- you know, nothing, nothing crazy. You know, nothing that like would make your eyes pop out. But you know, I'm I'm spending more than a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, and I don't normally spend more than a hundred bucks even on groceries. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I do that once a year just because, you know, I like to get a little retail therapy and I like to you know, just think about the fact that, you know, I, I worked hard for it. And, you know, it's like I like to enjoy my stuff, too. You know, every, every once in a while, it's good to enjoy what you got. But anyways, I, I was thinking about, you know, happiness as I was going out shopping at the outlets. I got a couple pairs of shoes. Oh, speaking of which, I got some pairs of shoes and I was just thinking about this uh, for uh, another episode, but I, you know, I just make it a side note now and maybe we'll talk about it later, but, uh, just a quick side note. You know, if you, if you have a pair of shoes that are older than six months, throw them away. You know, the reason why is because like your shoes, they don't last that long. A lot of people think that their shoes are going to last forever or at least last as long as they look beat up. But a lot of times like they may look nice on the outside. You might keep them fresh, but on the inside, you know, they're tearing up your, your ankles and your, and your knees and your, and your hips and stuff because they don't have any, any cushion. See, the thing is that like, you know, a, a guy from a shoe store told me this. No. So, <laughs> you know, I guess you can't take it with a grain of salt, but actually, uh, this is also anecdotal from, from me. Like I know from actually shopping this way, you know, for a while, you know, uh, especially graduating from college. I remember this a lot because I was trying to run track after college and I didn't really have a lot of money for shoes. So I just try to make my shoes last as long as possible. And you know, I try to make them last about six months. And this, you know, this guy at the shoe store is like, Hey, you know, you, you should probably should try to, even if you're going for six months, you know, try to get two pairs of shoes just because those shoes are going to just feel better uh, over six months. So if you get two pairs of shoes, you can just switch off on, you know, switch one shoe, one pair of shoes for one day and another pair of shoes for the next day. See, the thing is that uh, apparently with shoes, they need about 24 hours to kind of settle back in, you know, like you, you stepping on the, the insoles is going to mash the insoles down. So like they need a some time to kind of go back to where their original position is. So by you switching your shoes on and off, you actually increase the amount of time that you can have your shoes. You decrease the wear and tear, of course, but you also increase the amount of time that you can have the shoes because, you know, the, the, 
insoles last longer. Now, obviously, you're probably thinking, well, yeah, Jared, duh, two, two pairs of shoes should last longer. You should have at least uh, six months uh, with two pairs of shoes if you're having one pair of shoes last three months. It's not necessarily the case because, uh, if, like I said, you know, you have that whole cushioning thing on the inside that, you know, help, help, that actually settles. And as I said, uh, you can have that last a lot longer. So I know from my personal experience, you know, normally I, uh, as a personal trainer, you know, my shoes last maybe three, maybe four months, right? You know, because I'm always lifting and running and doing all this stuff. And I could definitely feel it after four months that my, you know, my, I just need to change shoes, my ankles, my knees, my hips, my back start hurting. So, um, but I did notice that when I have two pairs of shoes, yeah, it's long, it's definitely longer than six months with my shoes, with those shoes. I still like to buy them, uh, buy, you know, a little bit less time because I definitely like to have my shoes feeling great. Like my, I like to have my feet feeling great and I like to have my shoes looking good. <laughs> but, uh, I definitely noticed that instead of six months with, uh, two pairs of shoes, uh, my shoes would actually last like closer to you know nine months. You know I can get four and a half months easy off of those shoes. So if you think about that, you know instead of buying you know, one pair of shoes every three months or uh, yeah every three months, you know that would be two shoes, two pairs of shoes, six months as opposed to two pairs of shoes in nine months. So yeah, it's just uh, something to think about. You know if you uh, have a have the, if you have, if you have those pairs of shoes that are over older older six months, just throw them away because they're just they're worthless. They're actually probably doing more harm than good. But if if you are going out and getting shoes, whether it's online or in in a shoe store, uh, yeah, go out and get uh, an extra pair of shoes. I guarantee you, you'll be happier uh, with uh, two pairs of shoes. You may not want to buy two pairs of shoes. You may see, you may think that it's too much money, uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there shouldn't be a price limit on your on on your on your health. It really shouldn't be. So I mean, and something is, I mean, you can buy two pairs of shoes for like you know 150 bucks, and that's like you know that's. That, that might be a lot of money. So, yeah, just go out, get yourself two pairs of shoes, feel happy, and don't worry about it for like nine months. And, you know, you'll be, you'll be happier because you don't have to think about going out and buying a new pair of shoes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a little side note there. But, yeah, so today I was talking about uh, the pursuit of happiness. I uh, ended up talking about Napoleon for a little bit. I don't know how that got, uh, got in there. I did a little research and I tried to sneak in Napoleon because I was just looking at his conquests and what exactly – his pursuit of happiness was, I was just thinking about him, like, what is his, what is, what is his conquering had to have to do with happiness? And I was thinking about progress and yeah, you'll see how we, how we fit it in there. But anyways, uh, I, I think it's important for us all just, you know, kind of an, another aside. It's important for us all to just understand that happiness is not necessarily something that is gratifying yourself. It's not immediate gratification, you know, like, that's not happiness. That's immediate gratification. <laughs> happiness is more so you feeling good about doing something for someone else or doing something for yourself or doing something uh, for yourself in the future that will benefit you. Just something to think, something to consider. When you're pursuing happiness, just kind of consider that what you're pursuing should be something that benefits you in the future, not something that's just like, hey, I need a candy bar. <laughs> that's not happiness. That is read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But anyway, so let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 520 or episode number two, depending on what format I decide to use in the future. But we'll go with right now, episode two, season eight of the TR Expert Talks. Pursuing happiness.
All right, so here we go. I'm back. Yeah, I did a little little time off, a little day off, so I can kind of get myself a little more prepared for this podcast. I have to say I'm a little more prepared, not as prepared as I'd like to be, but definitely a little more prepared than uh, doing them, <laughs> doing uh, one you know, without much research like I normally do. I kind of wing them. You know, it's funny, that word winging it. It's like, what is that actually? It's not, I was thinking like it, it, it's flying, but it's not flying, you know, because when you're, when you're in football, if you if a quarterback throws a ball like sidearm, they they call that winging it. So I would say like winging it, maybe that would probably be like winging it is probably an or, an or, an an unorthodox delivery. Yeah, with un, that might have unexpected results. So that will that makes sense, right? Winging it because you know you sidearm it. It's not orth, orthodox. It's not how you normally throw it. But you know you're trying to get to that position, trying to get to that goal, and you may not exactly get it. You may get it, but you your chances aren't as likely as if you, it was orthodox. So hey, maybe that's what it is. I just thought that out. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm not winging it as much as I said. I did a little research, and I was just thinking about uh, uh, I was thinking about this uh, topic today, or not today, but uh, this weekend. I, I like to go out Christmas shopping after Christmas. That's my thing. I go out Christmas shopping because that's when all the deals are. I don't know. You, you know, it's funny. When I was younger, even when I was like six, seven years old, I remember like my parents. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, my parents bought me a, a Nintendo, right? I was super hyped because when I was seven, I was like one of the first, you know, that was when it first came out. And I was like one of the first people on the block with a Nintendo. So, you know, everybody was at my house. We were playing Super Mario. Uh, But I remember when I first opened it up. I still remember this. I talked to my parents. and was like, why did you get me this? And they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, why did you get me this right now? You guys should have waited till after Christmas. It was probably going to be cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just get it to me afterwards give me an iou and i swear i swear to you i told my parents this like for years you know like just give me an iou i don't care give me one present and then we'll go shopping for presents afterward their excuse was like you know uh we well first obviously it was santa claus but even when i was like seven i was like nah santa claus doesn't exist i saw my parents wrapping presents but uh <laughs> i remember just saying that and their excuse was like hey you know we don't know if that stuff's gonna be there at the store afterwards and i was like you know i don't care you know for me i'm uh, i'm really happy if you guys save money on presents than the actual presents that's really what <laughs> what it was for me but you know for me i'm not really like a, a spinster i'm not like somebody that uh you know hoards their money for the most part i mean i spend my money but i don't i don't spend it on 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 wild stuff every once in a while you know i go out there and i i feel like i needed some retail therapy but that's very very rare you know maybe once a year at the most and it's usually at that time after christmas so uh i like to just go shopping for sales to be completely honest with you but anyway so i was out this weekend i was shopping and i was like uh getting some stuff and, you know, getting some shoes that I need because I was like, you know, I, I like to buy multiple pairs of shoes because, you know, as a, as a fitness trainer and, you know, as, as, a, uh, as a fitness tip for you, uh, it's good to change your shoes out. You know, you shouldn't wear the same shoes every day because, you know, your cho- shoes need like time to settle. You know, you have cushion in there and you constantly wearing the same shoes will, will like, you know, wear that cushion down a lot more than if you have a, a, a pair of shoes. They normally say, like, give your shoes 24 hours to kind of settle back in. So, you know, I buy a couple pairs of shoes and I feel pretty good about that. You know, I'm switching in switching my shoes off and my shoes last a lot longer. 
than if I were, wore one pair of shoes. You know, you have one pair of shoes, you might be able to last. You know, some people wear them for a long, long time, but I normally wear my, uh, one pair of shoes for about three months, you know. But if I buy two or more pairs of shoes, those shoes last at least six. So, you know, you get an extra c- couple months and, you know, you end up saving money in the long run, even though you're pe- spend, spending more money in the, in the first place to get the shoes. You end up saving money because, you, you know, your shoes last longer. You don't spend money. You spend less money over time. So just a little fitness tip for you if you're, you know, if you're looking to save money and you're looking to save your body, you know, buy multiple pairs of shoes at a time and don't wear the same pair of shoes. But anyways, that's a little side note there. So I was, you know, shopping and I was telling my friend, one of my friends was with me and I was like, hey, you know, you should get that. That looks kind of cool. And they're like, I don't need it. And I was thinking, well, yeah, yeah, actually, we don't need anything in here, really. I don't need anything in this bag, really. Don't need it. But I would definitely desire it. And so I was thinking about that in respect to happiness, right? Because, you know, everybody's out there, you know, getting stuff, buying stuff. They're, they're out there essentially because they want to be happy, right? I mean, because you think about it, you can't make yourself, you can't think yourself happy. You can't really make yourself happy just by thinking about it. If that was the case, you could just lay on your couch all day and just be happy, right? I mean, some people do that. But <laughs> for the most part, most of us normal people, uh, we spend our time trying to make ourselves happy by doing things for ourselves, doing things for other people, uh, doing things for ourselves in the future. So, um, and doing things for our present self, maybe to like, uh, erase the past, you know, (laughs) sometimes you go to therapy to erase the past, but, uh, in any sense, you know, we all do these things. We all pretty much any, anything you can call movement or progress is, in respect was with respect to happiness, right? You know, you scratch your nose because it itches. Why are you scratching your nose? Because you'll be happier if your nose is not itchy anymore, right? So literally everything you do is somehow related to your happiness. So I was thinking about that, that, that happiness thing. And it's like, why do we need to do, do things to like be happy? Like, can't we just sit around and <laughs> be happy? But no, you know, it's like we as humans and, you know, basically animals, we are not built to to sit around like nothing sits around and is happy. You know, we're always progressing as a culture, as a society, as individuals, we're always trying to progress. And it seems to me that happiness is really uh, that pursuit of progress. You know, it's like whatever you're doing you know, I mean, I was thinking about that no that nose scratching uh, metaphor again, but maybe it's not a, a great one because it's so quick, right? It's like you don't feel you don't feel incremental uh, bouts of happiness as you reach your your finger up to your nose. You know, you're not happier as you reach your finger. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, right? I think you just reach up and. You know, maybe I guess if you really timed it out and you could like maybe freeze frame it or something and measure like your levels of excitement or dopamine as you're reaching up to scratch your nose. Maybe it, maybe it is incremental. I don't know. But I, I would say in this case, in, in certain in, in th- this case, in certain other cases that, you know, is short lived, you probably don't have. It doesn't it's not increasing levels of happiness as you move along. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I like to think that. Uh, the reason why uh, we do things, the reason why we pursue this happiness is because we are trying to make a, a better life for ourselves, right? Because essentially progress is, 
it's progress. It's moving forward or sometimes backwards, but it's moving forward. And in that pursuit of moving forward, a lot of times you end up finding things along the way that help you understand what your journey is all about, right? So to flash back a little bit, uh, you know, I was going, going into the research here, I was looking at, you know, historical context for like happiness and for the pursuit of happiness. And I just somehow came across Napoleon. And, you know, his thing was, you know, conquering, right? This guy, all he did was conquer. And in the process, he definitely destroyed a lot of lives. But in the same, t- in the same context, in the same sense, he also helped a lot of people in the future. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about that, right? It's like, what? How did this guy that conquered a lot of lands help people? Well, obviously, one way is that he helped a lot of societies become one. You know, he kind of helped make a lot of cultures become a little bit more homogenous. And we, we, maybe we don't, but we, there is research out there. I was going to say we know, but <laughs> it's not something that's common knowledge. But there's research that shows that uh, societies that are more homogenous are actually uh, happier than heterogeneous, heterogeneous, hetero, hetero, what is the word? <laughs> different. <laughs> that's the word. Uh, different, different society. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting to think about that, right? The you know, more homogenous the society is, the, the happier it is. So, like, along the way, and, and even though he was conquering all these places, he made a lot of these societies more homogenous. So they're, they, as they were conquered, they kind of fell in line and they created a, a huge society of people that more or less were on the same page. Now, on top of that, there's a, there's an, a, a hidden side effect that you know, he didn't know. I'm sure he didn't know. Or maybe he did. I shouldn't say I'm sure because I don't know what was in Napoleon's mind. He lived a long time ago. But uh, he went into Egypt, right? Now, I don't know if you've heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Rosetta Stone, but this guy is responsible for a lot of discoveries that were more or less lost. We found a lot about history because of Napoleon. We found out a ton about who we are. And without that guy going and pursuing his happiness, we wouldn't have what we have today in terms of our historical knowledge of society, of our civilization, really. So the pursuit of happiness, the reason why I mention this is because you never know what can, ha- what can uh, come of your pursuit of happiness. If you have something that you believe is right, if you believe that is something that is good for you, you never know what effect it might have in society in the future. Now, like I said, obviously, like him conquering a bunch of lands at first doesn't look like something that is a good thing. But overall, because he pursued something that was a goal... He ended up putting something together that was, you know, essentially no other human has matched. You know, he ended up putting uh, together a whole, uh, a whole society of, you know, the, the, the Alexandrian Empire, you know. And then from there, because he had the Alexandrian Empire and he went in and he, he did his thing in, in, in Egypt. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but he did his thing in Egypt and he more or less conquered it and made it his for a little while. We ended up having all this knowledge that we would have never had had history taken a different course. So the moral of the story here is that 
when it comes to your happiness, it's important to pursue it. You know, like it's important because you never know what could come of it. A, you could be happier. You have progress. B, who knows what could happen in terms of what you might discover, what others might discover because of your pursuit or what could happen in just the world in general. Now, sometimes it could be a bad thing, but for the most part, it seems like anytime you have progress, something good happens. Maybe not for you right then, but something eventually happens. So pursue that happiness. Continue pursuing those goals because, as I said, you can't think yourself happy. You got to get out there and do things that'll make you a better person, that'll make you feel like you have a uh, have more value to others in the world, and that you have a better grasp of what makes you happy in general, right? Because by pursuing happiness, you'll find that you'll find. I mean, obviously. Pursuing happiness, a lot of times people go out and they, they, you know, like I said, they buy shoes because they think they'll make them, it'll make them happy. But at the end of the day, it's really you just going out and doing something that is going to progress your life, your quality of life. So go out there, do it. You deserve it. So don't let anybody like tell you otherwise, because I believe that at the end of the day, if you're happy, you can absolutely make others happy around you. And that's it. That's really all I got for you today. You just, I literally I really appreciate you listening. I really do hope you go out and pursue that happiness, whether it be in fitness, whether it be in health, whether it be in wellness. I want you to pursue that happiness. Now, get, get it straight, though. Get it straight. You got to make sure that happiness is actually happiness, right? It's got to be something that you know is going to help you out in the future. Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people mistake, and mistake desire for happiness. People, you know, like you don't want to be out there eating cake and stuff and saying, ah, I'm happy. But in all actuality, you're just, you know, desiring something. And at the end of the day, two seconds later, you're not going to be happy. So you got to make that distinction. You know, I'm going to make sure that you know that what is going to be desirable is not necessarily going to make you happy. So, you know, in that pursuit of happiness, make sure you are pursuing happiness and not, you know, lustful greed and, and desires and stuff like that. You know, there's a difference. It's a huge difference. You know, at, at the time, it may not seem like a huge difference, but there's a huge difference because desire is, is, is for the present and happiness. Well, damn, that can be forever. <laughs> at the very minimum, it's for the future versions of you. So, Pursue happiness. Don't pursue Purdue. Chicken. <laughs> Don't pursue desires and lustful greed because that's a whole different story for a whole different podcast. All right. So uh, that, that does it. That's official. That's what I got for you. Go out and be happy. <laughs> you can make me happy, by the way, by uh, telling your friends, family, and strangers about this podcast let them know that this is the greatest podcast on earth and if they haven't heard it yet they need to get on it asap (laughs) all right so if you do believe this is the greatest podcast on earth like i do feel free to leave a rating and review if you do write a review make sure you mention that greatest podcast on earth on there i would appreciate it though seriously ratings and reviews really do help uh you know it's just a click of a button if you're on the home page of uh of your podcast it's pretty quick it's pretty easy quick and painless and it definitely helps me out more than you know. So yeah, do that rating and review. Make sure you share it. 
And uh, subscribe if you haven't already. I forgot. I almost like there's something else. Subscribe. Yeah, because that's how you know when I've recorded a podcast. As you know, now I'm trying to do this uh, uh, three times a week. So uh, you'll know when I put it out on the airwaves because you'll get that notification wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. I'll check you later, Home Skillet. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, evening, morning, or whenever you're listening to this. I really do hope you're having a good one. All right. Keep good company.